Perfume Day. We are episode 87 of Look at My Records, people. We're in the throes of summer, even though it just officially started. I always feel like summer's in full swing before it even officially starts. By the time we're at the summer solstice, I'm already chilling on rooftops, been to the beach, done a whole summer's worth of summer stuff, and it hasn't even officially started yet. For episode 87, previewing some of the great tapes I'll be posting in the next few months. It's the Mackenzie Tapes Summer Preview. And wow, I gotta say, we got a bunch of good tapes coming up. Some within the next few days. If you guys took a look recently, posted a great Babes in Toyland tape from Maxwell, so that won't be in this episode since the whole thing's already out there. Babes in Toyland from Maxwell's June 25th, 1992, during a very big year for that Minnesota-based band. Put out their most successful record, which was produced by Lee Ronaldo, and it's a goodie. It's called Fontanelle, so check that out, themackenziatapes.com. But Let's focus on this episode right now. Kicked it off with a very special tape. Pavement. Right when they were getting going. July 29th, 1992. That's a couple of months after they released Slanted and Enchanted. Their classic, classic first album. Really changed the course of independent music. I remember the first time I heard it. And it felt good. Felt good to hear those songs. And they'd go on to put out a bunch of other records, but this was the one for me. This was the first one for me. And it's cool to hear a very early live performance in the life cycle of that band after they put out that record. It's really only three months after they put out the record in April of 1992. And this is July 29th, 1992, and we kicked it off with Perfume V, one of my favorite tracks off of Slanted and Enchanted. 
And I gotta tell you something, I liked this tape so much that I'm gonna play another song from the show. I was so delighted to get this tape from an anonymous tape donor who gave me a bunch more tapes. This was a John Reinhardt tape. If you guys check out the About section of the McKenzie tapes, you can learn a little more about John Reinhardt. He was a prolific taper in the New York City area back in the day. He had this very distinct way of labeling his tapes that even if you see one in the wild out on the internet, I can pick it out immediately. I saw the original bass player of White Zombie post a bunch of tapes that she had of I think White Zombie demos and then some live performances and three of them were definitely recorded by John Reinhardt who unfortunately passed away a couple of years ago but um, he is missed and he did a really great job taping shows this pavement tape sounds great and hey his legacy lives on because we're getting some of these great John Reinhardt tapes out to you guys the full show of this pavement tape will drop on july 29th next month but here's an extra sneak peek my number one favorite song off of slanted and enchanted loretta's scars performed live at maxwell's again that date july 29th 1992 and then later on there'll be some more maxwell's they're actually going to dip out of the maxwell's realm a little bit This is a cool, cool array of bands. Got a track by the Donnas. We got the Muffs, too, playing at Tramps. Whole bunch of good stuff, but right now, enjoy Pavement at Maxwell's, Loretta's Scars, followed by 10,000 Maniacs at Maxwell's. Seven years before that, early July 1986.
skin And it was bright It was like a gem All over her body Welcome back, everyone. Hope you enjoyed those tapes. They sounded pretty good, I gotta say. Those were not of the low-quality variety that I hear about sometimes in the McKenzie tapes. Those were the good shit, as I like to say. Again, kicked off that set with Loretta's Scars by Pavement. On July 29, 1992, we heard Pavement perform two songs from, at that time, their brand new album, Slanted and Enchanted, an absolute indie rock classic. Really nice to hear them perform it live at my all-time favorite club, Maxwell's in Hoboken, New Jersey. Hosted all of the greats in independent music. Followed that with a track by 10,000 Maniacs, another really good sounding shape. From July 1986, July 6th, 1986, the song they played was Grey Victoria off of their second LP, The Wishing Chair, my personal favorite 10,000 Maniacs LP, and if you're out there listening and you're a 10,000 Maniacs fan, got a great surprise for you coming up in August, VHS tape of the band performing at Maxwell's. In pretty decent quality. If any of you saw the Japanese Feelies documentary that I unearthed, unfortunately the quality is a little low. It's on the low side. Hoping to get that remastered or whatever it would be. At least cleaned up the mold, but I did want to preserve it first in case anything went wrong so that it's out there. This one, the 10,000 Maniacs, Live performance at Maxwell's about a year later in August of 1987. The band mostly plays songs from their record that came out in 1987, just before that show, In My Tribe. Kind of their breakthrough record, I'd say, for the band. And then we wrapped up that set with Horsehead by Tiny Lights, the beloved Tiny Lights. July 2nd, 1988. So about two years after this 10,000 Maniac show at Maxwell's. And it was around the time the band released a really great album called Hazel Wreath. And they're a really great band, Tiny Lights. Unfortunately, you got to do a little digging to hear recordings of their stuff on the internet. Thankfully, uh, Dave McKenzie gave me some of their LPs and some other tapes and stuff, so I've had ready access to this great, great uh, band from New Jersey. And this was at the Court Tavern in New Brunswick, New Jersey on July 2nd, 1988, playing Horsehead. Great song. Sounds great. So I know I mentioned the Donners earlier. I wanted to keep these sets a little separate. Because now we're about to turn it up. It's about to get loud and fast. Kept it a little more tame in that last set. I figured I'd split them up so you guys don't get shocked. 
with his little team with 10,000 Maniacs Tiny Lights. Now it's about to get loud and fast. We got the Donnas, the Muffs at Tramps, Jesus Lizard at Maxwell's, and a really cool tape that I wouldn't have known the details related to this show, but a super chunk live performance at Irving Plaza during uh, CMJ Festival in, in September of 1997. So, enjoy this set. I know I will. Kicking it off with the Donnas playing Skin Tight. That's right. Remember the Donnas? I got the tape in my hand right now. 1999 at Tramps. July 22nd, 1999 at Tramps. We got another Tramps show in that set by the Muffs. I miss Tramps. I've never been there because I was too young. It closed before I got old. Started going to gigs. But I wish it was still around. Two Tramps in that set. One Maxwell's, one Irving Plaza. Keeping it New York-centric, of course. Here we go. The Donnas at Tramps. In 
I'm 
back here previewing a slew of great upcoming Mackenzie tapes that will be dropping this summer. Donna's kicking it off with Skin Tight on July 22nd, 1999. Donna's third LP, Get Skin Tight, released a month prior on Lookout Records, released on June 8, 1999. And it's a fun one. They really rocked out at this show. Looking forward to you guys hearing the whole thing. I liked how the Donnas all called themselves Donna. They all have real names. But in the band, each of them was called Donna with the first letter of their last name. So it's Donna A, Donna R, Donna F, and Donna C who made up the Donnas. They were on tour in support of their 1999 album, Get Skin Tight. Again, you heard Skin Tight performed live at Tramps on July 22nd, 1999. Almost 20 years ago. Time flies, people. Can't believe it. And after that, we heard That Awful Man by the Muffs. I actually believe I included another song in there by the Muffs. So enjoy that freebie. That Awful Man on July 26, 1997. About two years before the Donna's performance at Tramps. The Muffs were there. Also, playing shows in support of what was then a brand new album. It's called Happy Birthday to Me. Third album by The Muffs, released on Reprise Records on May 20th, 1997. And they moseyed their way to New York, California band, for a show at Tramps. And it was great, by all accounts. After The Muffs, we heard the Jesus performing at Maxwell's on August 28th, 1992. Later that year, the band would release their third full-length, Liar, one that came right after Goat, which was produced by Steve Albini, the one they're probably most well-known for. He also produced Liar, which came out in October of 1992. Couple months after this show at Maxwell's. Shout out to Jesus Lizard. I love them. Keeping it real in that set. And then we wrapped up the set with the cool song by Super Chunk on September 4th, 1997 at Irving Plaza. Again, that show was part of a CMJ showcase. Sadly, CMJ has been not happening for a couple of years. I was happy to be part of the new New Colossus Festival, which happened in March. So bringing back a music festival-y thing to the Lower East Side, East Village. And I'm happy to see that. But the background of that show was cool, that it was part of CMJ. If Mac didn't say it in the beginning of the show, I probably would have had no idea. And I can bet a couple of my friends were at this show. So if you were... Drop me a comment and let me know. All right. Going to play two songs in this next set. Keeping it real old school punk with Naked Ray Gun at Maxwell's. Chicago's own Naked Ray Gun. And Chromax. These are both shows from 1986. Naked Ray Gun in June of 86 and Chromax in August of 86. And then we'll be back. We'll play one song to end this preview show. We haven't done anything yet. I'm a cool place 
great songs one from Maxwell's one from the Ritz the Ritz of course is now known as Webster Hall the swanky newly renovated Webster Hall where I went to see Patti Smith and real estate recently I enjoyed real estate a little more not not comparing like the music or anything but the experience the Patti Smith show was insanely crowded. I know I've talked about this before, so you probably just don't want to hear me bitch about it anymore. But both shows are sold out. Real estate, much less crowded. You can move around. You don't have to stand at the perimeter of the general admission area. So maybe they were working out some kinks regarding capacity. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. It's cool. So Naked Ray Gun at Maxwell's on June 28, 1986, and Cro-Mags performing the song World Peace at the Ritz on August 9th, 1986. Hope you guys enjoyed this show. I really tried to curate a good list of super representative stuff that would span a couple of different years, both decades. Nothing in the 2000s, sorry. Anyone that was hoping to hear stuff from the aughts. We got stuff from the 80s. We got stuff from the 90s as well. Some stuff that I really enjoyed and was very pleased to find in this collection. And then the anonymous donors collection. And I'm happy to share with everyone. And I hope you look forward to listening to these tapes when they're published. I got a very special one to end the show. Maxwell's was known through its Peer Platters connection to really be on the cutting edge with Australia and New Zealand bands coming through. 
Pier Platters, the record store in Hoboken, had a legendary New Zealand-Australian music section, and it seems like the connection uh, led to these bands playing at Maxwell's, the Mackenzie Tapes features a couple of shows from 80s and 70s Australian punk bands. Got some stuff from the Celibate Rifles, and now got some stuff by the Saints. I was very, very happy to find this tape and share it with you. It's also a pretty good sounding tape. So the Saints are actually still active, if you can believe it or not. And they came through to Maxwell's on June 29th, 1987, two days after I was born. So (laughs) I was around. Kinda. I'm a little out of it, not really sure what the hell was going on. And 1987, the band was between records. In 86, they released a record called All Fool's Day. And then in 1987, they released a record called Prodigal Son, which was their eighth LP. Pretty great Australian band. And the song we're going to hear is called Hymn to St. Jude which is off of their 1986 studio album, All Fool's Day. This tape will be dropping next week. Well, Saturday, actually. So, stay tuned. You've been listening to Look At My Records, episode 87, the official Mackenzie Tapes summer preview. This is... These are the Saints. Uh, I don't exactly know if in America you have the Japanese films that are about... Uh, they're called endurance, and what the Japanese do is they put a lot of people into a small, sweaty space and make them eat raw eggs mixed with anchovies and chili and things. And I, for some dumb reason this evening, think that I've been the butt of somebody's joke. And in fact, not at an American rock game, but we're at a Japanese film TV studio. And this is called Endurance, and in a minute, some mad Nipponese. Pardon? Uh, at last, after one fucking month, an American heckler. I was beginning to fucking think he was the most politest people on the planet. Jesus Christ. Now, as I've been singing by Braille for the first three songs of the set, ladies and gentlemen, something you don't have to concern yourself with, it's not very important, we may be able to spice up tonight's performance with a bit of healthy and active interchange of culture. Right then. So we're going... No, I cannot respond with me yet. We'll have to wait till we play a few more songs. Uh, in the meantime, we're going to play you the hymn to St. Jude, which, as you all know, St. Jude is the patron saint of lost causes, and that's what my monitor is. So perhaps if we all do it together, we'll have a really good time. <laughs>
I'm ready to cross that 